right, all right, all right. Emergency pod alert. Emergency pod alert. There's been some developments from the Disney home base. That's right. It's Buckets and Beyond. We're back at it. We had to. We just had to. There's too much, too much, uh, like the equivalent of a Woj bomb, but for nerds, I don't know what you would call that. There's lots your of favorite, Your favorite event of the year just dropped this week, the Disney Investors Day, the greatest Whoa. event in entertainment. Don't you want to put and that on a hashtag? I look like I go on yeah. a t-shirt too. Where, where were you? Day. Oh, uh, by the way, if you're new to this whole pod, welcome. I'm your host, Ben Seibel. I'm joined by the goon, Andrew Bennett. We are normally joined by our best friend, Jay Bonnie. He's not in the building today, unfortunately. He is sorely missed. Um, but really, we're about to get super nerdy. So just prepare yourselves. Um, about to get. We've, we've been nerdy. We'll continue we've been to nerdy. Be, be nerdy. Always. Always. Um, so I'm going to just keep reporting like I'm live for Channel 8 News here and um, get into uh, the topic of the day. And the reason why there is an emergency pod in the first place. Guys, uh, the uh, in Disney investor meetings are something I'm very interested in all of a sudden because they just dropped, count them, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 Star Wars related podcasts. Like it, they just made it rain. Like, like ten upcoming projects in I'm not, development. I can't remember the last time I like my eyes were just like when I scroll on Instagram, and every time I scrolled up, it was a new show, a new storyline, new character. It was. I felt like the Star Wars universe was expanding in front of my eyes, guys. That's what it was like. That's what it was like that we were looking at. Okay, we're trying to contain our excitement, but really, we just want to get down to the nitty gritty and rank power rank these shows and projects that Lucasfilm and da- and uh, Disney is putting out. Um, if you listen to our last Mandalorian pod, we could tell you all day how much we love the Mandalorian. Um, I just want to thank John Favreau and Filoni um, for making this happen because and really, Kathleen Kennedy I don't, and I'm all gonna, of Disney Lucasfilm. I'm not gonna, you can, I'm not, whatever. Ben, 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 Ben. Okay, okay, okay. Who, who, who announced all of these projects? You pay for it. I mean, you have a creative. Who, who, who greenlit all these projects? Greenlitting them nothing. Who hired? Who hired Dave Filoni and John Favreau? Who's giving them the creative freedom? I'm not gonna. I'm not. Okay, we're not gonna get into this. Oh my God! Ben Why can, would you ben bring can, that energy ben, here? Ben can slight Kathleen Kennedy as much as he wants. I will. The goon over here, Andrew here, is going to give a salute uh, to Kathleen Kennedy and all of Lucasfilm. We love, we love Dave. We love John. We love the whole creative team that. Anyway, has been what I was saying, what I was trying to say, what I was trying to say before I get interrupted, John Favreau, John, uh, Dave Filoni. They're going to forever live on in nerd lore as the architects of this universe. Because really, there's real. Okay, just let me finish. Thanks, it. Let me finish the point. Okay, because before Mandalorian came along, it was looking pretty bleak. If we're being honest, Star Wars universe was looking pretty bleak. At least from my perspective, I was very disappointed in the sequel trilogy. We don't have time to get in that. What we do have time for. Is to talk about now, now who's now who's bringing the, the 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 wrong kind of energy to this hype pod? I'm just telling you where we were, Andrew. I'm giving the 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 the, the listeners like a pr- perspective of how far we've come. Mandalorian bursts onto the scene, becomes a sensation, and now we got ten new shows, almost like when Iron Man burst onto the scene, and then we had the Avengers. Okay, this is very history repeating itself. They're about to MCU this into. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. The, the the SWCU, the the, the Star yeah. Wars cinematic universe. Now it's not well we can't call it a cinematic universe because it's a television. I mean it's it's a television universe. There's too many now. yeah, it's hard to we need a better acronym or something, but anyway, galaxy. That's where we are, people. Way. Uh let me know who you side with. Me, who does not like Kathleen Kennelly or or Andrew, who apparently thinks she's great. Whatever. 
on to the uh, power ranking that we're doing. If I'll leave it at this. If you love Mandalorian, if you love Rogue One, if if you want, you cannot have it both ways, Star Wars fans. You cannot hate Kathleen Kennedy for for the sequel trilogy or any of the problems you have with the sequel trilogy, and then turn and there around are many problems. and love and love Mando. It, like you have to, you can give her, you can you know, you can make your critiques if you want for the sequel trilogy, but you also have to give props. We can't, we can't do the selective, like, oh, like, he's like, you don't get any credit. We, we can't, that's not, that's not how this works. But anyways, hype train, let's go. As you can see, Andrew's clearly got his blinders on. We don't have time to address that at this moment. So also, Ben, you're talking <laughs> about, you're talking about John and Dave as the architects for this. Yeah. Like, let's, Let's also remember. Let's just talk like, about how like the quality is extremely different. Really, really, really. I think Baby Yoda is the architect, oh not God. necessarily the architect, but ba like you, you did like Mando burst onto the scene, and and, Baby Yoda and was kind of like and was kind of and was kind of like it's the spark that lit this. I think revealed. Don't say to the fire that Dis ignited the rebellion. Do not. No, 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 no. But it, but it revealed to like the Disney investors and really like the people looking to rake in on this, that <laughs> if you produce high quality television production, I mean, and we've, we've gushed all the time about how incredible the production value is. Um, I, I think the last thing I'll say about this and we'll actually get to what we're talking about. I think as Star Wars fans, you have a right to disagree with choices that Kathleen made. That's completely valid. That's what I'm saying. Do I like, I like some parts of the sequel trilogy. I'm not going to bash the entire thing, but there's just some things I didn't agree with how they handled things. And I, we don't have time to get into that. But I think when we, when just, just talking about how me talking to you, when you talk about Mandalorian, you have like this gleam in your eye, like you're wow. It's the best thing ever. When you talk about the sequel trilogy, like you almost look worn out from like defending it. And we, we don't have to get into it again. Like we don't have time for it, but you just me listening to you, you sound like you're talking about two totally different things, but I hear you. I hear, I hear what you're saying. Like, I, I don't want to like divide the, the, the people in half. Me personally, I just didn't care for it. So like we, we don't have time to get but into it's, it. Again, it, it, it's, it's, it's the same thing with like if a director or a producer or a studio comes out with a movie you don't like okay like you missed like that but you don't then ignore when they put out something great so like we can we can debate like or i mean and and have discussions about like uh wasn't feeling it with the sequel trilogy or you were or like what aspects you loved and which aspects you didn't but we don't then get to go like okay, well, we're going to blame you for all of the problems with the sequel trilogy, and then we're not going to give you any of the credit or any of the accolades for the success oh, of I mean, Mandalorian. She and like, She rebounded extremely well. We're not going to dispute that. I, I'll say this. This is my last thing. I, this is actually my last thing. So, fun story, guys. I was actually, uh, when I was courting my now wife, I, uh, I thought it would be a great idea to uh, introduce her to Star Wars movies. So we started watching them in chronological order. One, two, three, four. No, one, two, three, Rogue One, um, Solo, four, five, six. And then I, uh, I showed her episode seven. She thought that was pretty good. Um, I saw episode eight on my own. And then I decided you don't need to see any more Star Wars movies. And that was, that was when I was so mad both of you to make that choice for your wife <laughs> she she was elated she could she could care less she was so glad like wow I'm not oh you <laughs> she didn't give a sh yeah she could you, you, know. you spared her you <laughs> spared like, her extra homework you're like hey you don't you don't have to do this homework anymore. you've had enough you've had enough they ruined no i just like i was just really mad and i didn't see it again in theaters normally i see them like once or twice or if not a few times um but let's move on Let's move on to this power ranking. That's that's the past. We're talking about the future here, future. ladies and gentlemen. We're talking ah. about the future. 
I'm too hyped. I'm sorry. Okay, do you want to just go with your 10, and then I'll, I'll go for you? Number 10? Uh, yeah, so, well, let's, let's run down the list of, of announced. Yeah, you go uh, ahead. You do that. So, uh, the list of announced Lucasfilm Star Wars um, uh, productions coming up. We have, uh, obviously, The Mandalorian Season 3 will be dropping Christmas. We have the Ahsoka series, uh, Rangers of the New Republic, both of which will be a tandem uh, directed uh, and I think kind of co-written and co-directed by Favreau and Filoni. We have the long-anticipated Cassian Andor series, the Obi-Wan Kenobi limited series or miniseries. We have the Acolyte. We have the Bad Batch. Uh, let's see, a droid story. Um, and also the next, we did get the announcement that the next feature length, like theatrical release movie will be Rogue Squadron directed by Patty Jenkins of Wonder Woman. Uh, a couple of other Lucasfilm productions. Oh, I completely forgot. Uh, Star Wars Visions, uh, also in production. Uh, and then a couple of other random ones that like, uh, Indiana Jones was announced, like there will be a fifth, which Indiana Jones, uh, fun fact, is a Lucasfilm production. It's a Lucasfilm product. Uh, Willow, which is a deep cut, not necessarily Star Wars related. Uh, so yeah, but that's kind of like the whole roster of new Star Wars that we can expect to see in the next two to three years. Top 10 ranking, hype train. My number 10 is unfortunate to say it's a droid story. Um, oh, it is, I am excited. It's, it's a, and again, like I want to say like, this is a hype train. This is a top 10. This is a ranking. None of this is meant to dismiss or like <laughs> reduce the excitement that I have. Cause it was, it was a struggle for me, Ben. It was a struggle for me to decide I this know, whole, I like, uh, but at 10 is a droid story. Uh, it's going to be a short animated feat or a, uh, an animated feature length film, which I'm excited to see that. Uh, cause we haven't had much of, we haven't really had any of that in the star Wars universe before now. Mm -hmm. Uh, so having an animated feature that's released on a Disney plus, um, uh, should be cool, but it's, it's 10 for me. There's so much, there's so much other stuff. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, I'm surprised you didn't have it higher after the conversation we had yesterday. Um, my, uh, my, I have the same 10. I, I, there's not much more to say on it. I think it almost sounds like it's a crossover between like Lucasfilm and Pixar. Like it, between, like it sounds like Toy Story, but in space. Mm hmm. You get it? Droid story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so kind I, of like a play on Rogue One was a Star Wars story, and this is Star Solo. Wars a droid story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but again, like, I, I feel like I can miss that one and be okay. Um, what's your nine? Nine? This, is, this, is, this might be a hot take. My nine is actually going to be Rangers of the New Republic. Um, what? The one that either, Patty Jenkins is directing? No, 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 no. You're, you're, Rogue Squadron is uh -oh. Patty Jenkins. Uh, that's Sorry. the feature length movie to be released in 2023. Rangers of the New Republic is one of the shows that's going to be concurrent, uh, like occurring uh -oh. at the same time with Mandalorian. And it was tough for me to rank this one because it looks like it will be there will be some crossover potential with Mando as well as with the Ahsoka series. But I, I don't, I don't know enough about the show. I love the new Republic era. It's a huge, but I just, the title didn't like, didn't light a fire in me necessarily. Like, it was cool. It didn't, it didn't jump. I was like, this, this kind of sounds like, like space rangers like, like this Walker, sounds, Texas Ranger. Walker, Texas Ranger. Or it's not, it, it was very much like Buzz Lightyear, like Star space Command. rangers i was like yeah. oh yeah space rangers great like cool <laughs> uh i think i think i i think it'll be great uh but it's number nine for me on this list uh so funny. what what about you what's your number nine ben i i'm kind of like you i'm going with um the the ones on lower on the list are just ones i don't know anything about so it's visions i have no idea what that's about i assume it has something to do with the horse 
but again, I have no clue. So next, what's your eight? Next, number eight. Um, this was another tough one. I had to put the Andor series at eight. What? Um, I, I no love, way. yeah, I love, I love Diego Luna. I love Cassian Andor. You made that very clear multiple times on this podcast. Yeah, I, uh, I loved Rogue One. Rogue One is, is like tops there. In, in, in Star Wars for me. Oh, show, oh, show. But partly, I think part of the hype has been lost because we've been hearing about the Cassian Andor series for so long. Years and um, years now. It is exciting to see that it's finally in production, like they're finally starting to shoot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it, and I also say this, like the period, like I get hyped for the New Republic era. The period between episodes three and four, which is when Cassie and the Andor series will occur. I'm not as excited about that period in, in Star Wars history. Um, we, we've got some of it with Rebels. We got some of it with Rogue One. We're going to get some of it with the Bad Batch as well. Like there's been tons of stuff done in kind of that gap in, in, in the Star Wars universe. So yeah, it, it, it fell to eight for me. Um, but how about you, Ben? What's, what's at number eight? Um, I just went with this one truthfully because I thought the font choice was better than Visions. Um, again, I don't know what this is. Acolyte? Acolyte? The Acolyte. Yes, Acolyte. The Acolyte. They had like a, looked like a lightsaber slice in it, so I gave it the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I'm... I'm, str- I'm struggling so hard over here Ben's <laughs> answers to these. Uh, Can you tell okay. that I'm not the super fan? I don't know. Is it clear? Yeah, apparently. I should have I should have coached you up about what some of these series are going to no, be No, this is funnier this uh, way. I think the listener can relate more to me. <laughs> oh, man. Good Lord. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, my number seven, do you, do you have anything to, else to add about uh, I said this; it wouldn't be as bad if I had a top five, okay? But I had to do ten. That's all I have to say. That okay. Uh, <laughs> so number seven for me is another potentially like, God, this it, it was it was very tough for me. I can't say that enough. Uh, number seven was the Bad Batch for me, um, mm-hmm. which is which is a direct clone, kind of like a direct Clone Wars sequel. I saw some people joking that like this is just Clone Wars season eight uh like we're just getting uh i loved the bad batch episodes in clone wars i'm excited to see where it goes but right now i'm kind of uh, i'll definitely watch it i'll watch all of this stuff uh <laughs> i'm excited to see where they go because it'll potentially be immediately following that the the events of episode three um get to see some clones dealing with the aftermath of revenge of the sith uh but uh it's 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 low on it's low on the totem pole for me, unfortunately. Or I mean, seven. Um, it's the bad batch for me. <clears throat> uh, seven. I also have the bad batch. Well, no, I have the Rangers. Yeah. No. Sorry, I had to rearrange some stuff when I found out which one Patty Jenkins was directing when you told me earlier. So it is the bad batch. Um, again, it's animated. Uh, honestly. Watching Clone Wars has been tough for me when we run into stretches of strictly clone episodes. Although the clone episodes are are, are still good. They're not as good as one with lightsabers. Um, that's kind of self-explanatory. Um, and then... Oh, Ben! <laughs> oh! Ben, we need, to, we, we need to have an intervention here. No! At some point. God. Let me be who I'm going to be. Okay, be who you want to be. Love, love <laughs> lightsabers, but let's learn to love more. Things. I've gotten better at liking those Clone Wars episodes, especially like that one with that terrible general who had like the four lightsabers. That's probably why I liked it, honestly. Um, but Pon Krell, God, he's the worst. Yeah. Um, Disney, say- can we get? Can we get? A, a, a live action limited series a live action series just so we can see Poncrell die again <sighs> like can we just get just multiple episodes of a thousand ways to die but it's just clones killing Poncrell 
Something like that. If we see you in the streets, Pong. Oh my God, you don't want to see these hands. Immediate. Pop, pop. Just, nope. It's over. Immediately, um. okay. <laughs> yeah. So you've got, you've got the- Bad Batch got, at seven. Bad Batch at seven as well. Okay, so some, some agreement uh, at seven <laughs> and 10. Wow. Watch I'm out. Impre- I'm impressed. Um, <laughs> okay, number six. And Ben is gonna hate me for this one. Oh, I want to stab you! I already know and, what you're saying. And this is and this is partly again. This is similar to the Andor series. Oh, I know why what you're it, saying. Why it is lower on my list? You're saying the Obi Wan Kenobi series. Obi Wan Kenobi is at six for me. And again, like these rankings for me at least are the difference between like I'm at ninety nine point nine percent like hype level, and Versus I'm at like not, and I'm at like ninety eight percent. Oh, really? Like, I, like it's, it's that close. Like, these are. These are all stacked together. If I'm if I'm giving them a grade, it's like 99, 98.9, 98.7, like 97.9. Like it's just it's they man, Lucasfilm has it's you by all the hype. Yeah. They <laughs> like I quite frankly, I need to become a Disney investor. Like I need to buy some stock because like they're gonna get my money anyways. Like they're gonna be Yeah, I think. I think if anything, hopefully Lucasfilm hears this and you can just finally like get your dream job and like be a freaking Star Wars nerd on set and Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how 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 often they're high how, how many positions they have open for that role specifically. We'll but yes, at number six, at number six I'm putting the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, which had a huge which had a huge announcement of uh, Aiden Christensen, Aiden Christensen joining back. the squad. Yeah. Um, I don't know how, as Vader or like a flashback, probably. I well, flashback. they've they've talked about like Kathleen Kennedy kind of built this up as like the confrontation or the rematch of the century. So we could be potential. I think we're going to see both. I think we're going to see Hayden Christensen as Anakin, as well as maybe some Hayden Christensen <laughs> in the suit as Darth Vader. All right, can we just uh, quickly for a minute? I wish. I wish that fans handled Hayden Christensen better because I think he was stuck in a bad role that was written poorly. Um, but like he did the kind of, you know, but like he kind of got shoehorned as a bad actor because of that role. And he kind of like was out of work for a while. Honestly, like I think he could be great in a lot of things. It's just that he, I feel like we st- fans wore him down or something. Um, I think, I, yeah, yeah. I same, same. I, I would apply that. I would say the same goes for Hayden Christensen as well as like Ahmad Best. I, I'm loving the fact that he had he's hosting like uh, a Hidden Temple sort of like Jedi Temple series. Like I love that for it. I want. Oh, you mean so, Jar Jar Binks guy? Yes, yes. Yeah. He played he played Jar Jar Binks. Um, I also think like I wasn't alive for this, but. Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher as well had a tough time finding work after the original trilogy. Uh, like Hamill made kind of found his place as a voice actor. Right, as Joker. But like y'all, like I really hope like with the sequel trilogy people, and now we're seeing it with the prequel trilogy. I hope it doesn't take as long for this. Like we gotta like support and love on our actors and directors and some of these people. Like yeah, I mean, there's a but, lot of toxicity and just like yeah, especially all the love to Hayden Christensen. Star Wars fan base has been known for having its instances where it's just straight up toxic, like really bad. And I think, I think, I don't know. I enjoyed his performance as Anakin. That's kind of where I really fell in love with Star Wars was when I saw like a young guy, like, you know, being like the coolest one. Um, It's just for me, I, I don't know. I get really, I get attached to these actors sometimes where I think like they should be working and they're not. So I think, that for me, that just made me feel yeah. so good. Like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Sorry, it's coming but, back back into the family. No, okay. Oh, that was your six, right? That was my number six. So it's my six now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rangers. I have the Rangers one at six. Um, yeah, I don't. I, like you said, it's probably going to be like a Western space thing, which I don't hate. But there's there are there going to be lightsabers in it though. Like, how many lightsabers are there going to be in this show? <laughs> I need to know. Like, on this investment call, Kathleen Kennedy, can you tell me how many lightsabers there's going to be in this I show? Like Otherwise, it. I'm out. Ooh, it's, it's a no. 
It's a no from me. It's a no from me. No lightsabers. It's a no from me. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> I mean, it is a testament to how dope lightsabers are. Like, I mean, it. I have a lightsaber fair. on my hat. It's fair. That? It's fair. Yeah. Uh, That's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, number five. Yeah, we five. ready? Yep. Number five. Okay. This one, I think we've gotten some of the controversy out of the way. I'm putting visions at number five this okay. is this is a sleeper okay okay so ben Please you explain ranked it, what's happened you ranked it you ranked it so low because you're like i don't know what this is a quick google search would inform you of some things visions <laughs> is gonna be at like an anthology collection of short like this is literally going to be anime uh like oh di- lucasfilm is going to be tapping specific like Japanese studios to produce like short films uh, mm. of anime of like and I mean and this could be anything like this I mean well not necessarily it'll be Star Wars but anything in I'm Star Wars. I'm excited I I am pumped to see like the different art styles we've gotten to see we've gotten to see a little bit of that with like Clone Wars Rebels like Resistance <clears throat> and see some of these different, so I'm a huge fan of the animated uh, anime sort of like I don't watch a ton of anime I think Clone Wars and Rebels is kind of sort of anime uh, but I'm excited to see kind of the animated medium grow That's uh, cool. and also see like a, a Japanese or like an outside like a not a not an, an a, a outside of America sort a of Japanese style on Star Wars mm-hmm. yeah I can see that um, being really cool I can see that yeah because a lot of the stuff in animes and mangas like it's very fan fantastical or like fantasy type stuff so i yeah. just that kind of style could bode well for anything star wars so that's cool oh uh, is it my turn uh five yes uh and or um <laughs> every time i say that i think of like and or something you know oh <laughs> I honestly I I liked his character in Rogue One. I think he was really cool. But again, like for me, no I can lightsabers. No lightsabers. It's a deal breaker. That's what's so low. No, I just like I think his personality, his character wins it over cuz like everything below that, I've never encountered a character. You know what I'm saying? Like I haven't on my list, I haven't this, this is the first one where I have a character that I know, that I've seen, and I know. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, a droid story will, will feature R2-D2 and C-3PO. Again, but, like, they're not people. So, like, with, with, with Cassian Andor, <laughs> with Cassian Andor, I have some familiarity, some background with this guy, and he, I enjoyed him on, he, you know, on Rogue One. So, five. Okay. Four. Dope. Number four, Ben's probably going to hate me for this one. I've got Lando at four. Uh, Donald Glover, it's... The hell? Love to have him back. I also like that they announced uh, the director. Did I confirm he was writer. back? Like he was back? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's definitely Donald Glover. Oh, at, um, so, uh, I'm excited for this. This is another area where, like, they could go anywhere with this. Because uh, Lando is one of those characters that just like pop, wherever you need a great suave character, there Lando like he pops up in the Star Wars universe. So uh, I'm excited for that. But I um, now, that's he's also gonna, yeah. It's probably going to be a while before it comes out because he cause Don Glover still has to shoot two seasons of Atlanta back to back. So, but this is going to be a series too. Yeah, so um, it could it could be like maybe twenty twenty three if I had to guess. I could be wrong. Yeah. Maybe they knock it out pretty quick, but yeah, I, I like mean, that choice. If we've seen anything, they've been knocking out seasons of The Mandalorian like like nothing like clockwork. In the midst of a pandemic, they still released season two, and they're going to be ready to go for season three by Christmas next year. Like that's crazy. I think. Yeah, I think they've they've put the magic together. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. For all this. Um, okay, your number four, Ben. Uh, my number four is a Rogue Squadron. Again, like I don't know who is in this freaking movie, 
but I, Patty Jenkins has not directed a movie I, I haven't liked. I only know her work from Wonder Woman. And honestly, if I'm Warner Brothers and I see that Patty Jenkins is directing a Star Wars movie, I'm very worried. It's like the inner, it's like the enemy. She's had a great relationship with Warner Brothers this whole time. And then all of a sudden she's in, you know, doing something with Disney. I wouldn't be shocked if she's directing like a Marvel movie in like two or three years. So, I mean, Warner Brothers got James Gunn for Suicide Squad. So there's, there's room for some, some, some trading. Like I'm just saying like, we'll trade you James Gunn if you give us Patty Jenkins. That's another, I mean, we'll probably talk about that on the next pod, but like if I'm Warner Brothers in DC, like just Batman and Robert Pattinson is not going to do well against all the, never mind. We don't have time to get into that. Um, <laughs> what is, uh, what are we on? Four? We're a number, we're up to number three now. Three, what's your three? Number three, the top three. Uh, I had to give this one to Ahsoka. Uh, Ahsoka Tano <laughs> is, has grown, I mean, in 12 years has gone from uh, this, this kind of like random onto the scene yeah, uh, character from an animated show and is now like had her live action debut. Um, We've seen her grow up. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. Um, more so in a way, I think that more so almost than any other seen character. her grow than, yeah. Um, Cause Obi-Wan Kenobi kind of remains pretty steady. Like he goes, <laughs> he goes through a lot, but he's a pretty uh, static character. Even for, and even for Anakin who goes through a lot He's essentially he's essentially Anakin and Darth Vader the whole way through. Uh, very <laughs> yeah. sad. But Ahsoka, we've seen her grow. We've seen her respond uh, to all these things. I'm excited to see what is in store for them. And this is another one where it's kind of linked and concurrent with Mando and Rangers of the New Republic to where we're they're, they've essentially built an MCU uh, post Return of the Jedi in this like new republic era uh, well yeah they i think and the, kathleen kennedy kathleen kennedy it's also being i think showrun or written and kind of co-directed by dave filoni and john favreau i think there's going to be some potential for some like crossover style events or oh kathleen God. kennedy kind of hinted at the potential for like for future kind of i don't know a feature-length movie type production sort of stuff but culminating like you know culminating in just beautiful uh, star wars all over the place uh, so <laughs> okay yeah i've got ahsoka at three well we finally agree on something because i also have we've agreed three, three times we've agreed three times yeah this at is, three this, at three seven and ten this is the last time we've agreed um <laughs> uh i just feel Kind of like you said, we've seen Ahsoka grow up. By watching Clone Wars, I feel like I have a, like more of a connection to Ahsoka than I do most Star Wars characters. Um, just because, like you said, like we've seen her grow up. We've seen her like be like just be a child under the Jedi, and then become like a young woman. And then now Rosario Dawson is her in live action, which is perfect on infinite so many levels. Like Ros Rosario Dawson is amazing as her. Um, and I think like there's this weird connection when you see somebody in a cartoon and you see them in real life and it's not a cosplay, like it's the real show. That's really weird in a great way. It's just like, oh my gosh, that's her. Like, like yeah. Huh? What? Well, and it's, it's also great. really cool to see kind of like seeing someone promoted to the big leagues. Exactly. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. It's, you know, not to like all, all content has its value and its worth, but like, you know, we, it's like, it's movies and then TV and then like comic books and cartoons and all that stuff kind of tiered below it. And to see a character that was beloved by like Clone Wars animated fans, then become this character that, that more people are going to see Ahsoka now because she's has her show. Like, more people are going to get to know this character. I think Disney, like, they've reported that Clone Wars has seen, like, a spike in oh, viewership sure. and people, like, hopping on because they're like, I want to see what all the fuss is about with this with this character um, yeah. now that she's on Mandalorian. Um, I will say this. I think I don't want to, like, I'll do, it like, a subtle dig 
I think this is what the sequel trilogy was missing in Rey. Ahsoka is everything you want in a female Jedi. Everything. And I think that's why I like I I I enjoy watching her grow and become that Jedi and become that super awesome original Jedi. And I just feel like that wasn't there with Ray. We don't have to get into it. I just that's what that's part of why I like her so it, much, just because she's not Ray, if I'm being honest. It's up. It's okay. I didn't mean it like that. I, but. <laughs> I, I, re, I rebuke this energy in the name of George Lucas. I rebuke oh, it. Get behind me, Satan. Uh, another <laughs> thing that's exciting about Ahsoka is this this series could potentially be kind of the live action sequel that we would want to see. A live action sequel to the Rebels series. Mm, okay. um, Again, I haven't seen that one yet, so don't say. We hinted. About it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, we hinted at Ezra Bridger potentially showing up in Mandalorian. There's the potential for Ezra Bridger, uh, another animated series fan favorite, to show up in the Ahsoka series. That's another really exciting aspect to this. Uh, but moving on. Number two. Number two, I got Patty Jenkins's Rogue Squadron. The like hype video that they released for this got me amped because she like came out in and was like my dad was a fighter pilot like and so oh, I always wanted cool. I always wanted to film <clears throat> like a a great like Top Gun esque like fighter pilot kind of movie I never got that chance but I'm about to in the Star Wars universe and then she dons you see her put on the helmet and like the jumps like the flight suit of like an X wing pilot um that's so fun this one is another deep cut for fans of like the pre-disney expanded universe uh it was a big huge bone for them the first star wars like books that i ever read were the rogue squadron series oh wow um so this is uh your wedge antilles your west jansen your tycho like your cornhorn like all of these characters and i'm excited because this is it's familiar, but it's a huge question mark of what they do with it and where they go with it. Uh, and we're going to get to see it on the big screen. Like, it's a, feature, it's a feature, and it's about X-Wing pilots. It's about fighter pilots and the Rebellion and in uh, the New Republic. They could go anywhere with it. I'm so pumped. Um, one last thing. I mean, and when I was a kid, I don't know. I mean, we always taught, like, we would rank our favorite Star Wars movies. And for me as a kid, episode six was my favorite, partly because of the massive space battle at the end, like the climactic battle of the Death Star uh, is what kind of like, I think it's one of the first things that hooked me into Star Wars. Hmm. So Rogue Squadron is number two on my list because I am uh, so hype uh, for that. Um, hmm. But yeah, cannot wait. Number two, Ben, where are you at? I don't know. I haven't decided who I'm at with number two. Do you have an idea? Is I this, do. I, is this a hint? Oh, you're, you're at number two for uh, Orlando. Orlando? Yeah. Oh, wow. I had, I had you pegged at putting your boy Donald Glover at number one. I just a public service announcement. I love Donald Glover and all that he creates. That's not true. I think I'm just a big fan of how he creates and I loved him as Lando. I think that was one of the highlights of the solo movie and selfishly, I want a, another solo movie. So I want this to do good so I can get another solo movie. That's part of it. Makes solo two happen. Oh man. I was, um, we need to, yeah, spread that around the Twitter sphere. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I think he, uh, Donald Glover could make that show be a huge hit because he's such a great actor and he brought so much like suave flair to that role. Just seeing him like interacting with people and other aliens, I think would be extremely entertaining. Um, just because we haven't really had like a carefree spirit like him in Star Wars. And it, there's always a lot of uptight people, uh, you know, or, you know, worried people, scared people. But then, then there's freaking Lando. He's just like, yeah, everybody, let's get out of here. Or like, <laughs> I don't know if that's a good Lando person or not. What, what a, 
great in its terribleness, Billy D. Williams and imper- Lando impersonation. Like <laughs> oh, it was no. great and how bad it was. Like I, I, I love you. I love you for making, for going for it, for sending it, for going for it. It sounds more uh, nasally when I try it, but I think he, uh, again, you can put Donald Glover in front of the camera. In anything. Yeah. I will watch the crap out of that. I loved him in Atlanta. I loved him in insert anything he's been in. I loved it. Or community, loved, the like four minutes, the four minutes that he's in Spider Man. Spider Man. Uh, like yeah. it just it goes on and on. And I think Yeah, he's just one of my he, he's one of my he's a huge inspiration to me and what we do here. Um just like I wanna be the white Donald Glover, let's put it that way. So he he is a multi hyphenate actor singer rapper you know producer all these things he i could go on but i think like we we've grown up with donald glover i love donald glover like when he was on community and like seeing him grow into be becoming lando and this like superstar like he's my ahsoka in that way like that like i've seen him like blossom and become this huge so sorry i kind of went on a donald glover rant but that's where I'm at. So to- I also think you could you can see like Lando can do the same like that series has the potential the same potential that Mando has in expanding the universe in a way where like Mando is cool because it's like it's action with like these familiar locations that piece with these completely new characters interacting with like old and new parts of the galaxy. Lando is the same way except Lando is infinitely smoother and co- and just like and stylish and just hit like yeah it, it's it's gonna be dope um i just yeah I, I yeah i just imagine like what would if there was a pimp in space it would look a lot like like lando i'm imagining act- some like <laughs> some casino heist or like some <laughs> Some high stakes sabak games. Yep. Some 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 crazy business dealings. There's like a space um, version of basketball or something. I don't know what that would look like. Like, <laughs> like different. Uh, yeah, maybe some competitive. Uh, you know, like wrestling or boxing, like that, like like the octagon. <laughs> I guess <laughs> he's like a huge like fur coat going to like a fight like ringside. We're just yeah. basically riding this series for Donald Glover. He's, so he's he carving can, out carving out a a part of a, his own little empire his own little yeah. empire in the in the star wars galaxy That's so funny yeah i love yeah. i love the idea of where that could go and i think you know him and john favreau have worked together before in the lion king movie um and i think i hope that john favreau is involved with that show also or, or closely involved anyway what's your number one i'm actually not sure what my it number is. one my number one is, and this might be this might be a hot take. My number one is the acolyte. Uh, so some some background on the acolyte. The acolyte is going to be set. Pre- okay, Ben, do not face palm with me because what you don't even know what it is. You don't even know what it is. Tell me. You don't even know what it is. Tell okay, me. So the acolyte is going to be set before the prequel trilogy, before any any other Star Wars material and what's like what's being called the high republic era so this is like Ooh. peak this is you'll love this it's kind of peak jedi period no peak period of the jedi but the acolyte is going to be centered i'm pretty sure it's going to be centered around potentially a dark side force user they what? they hinted at this is like mystery sort of thriller uh kind of genre uh-huh i think we could be seeing no like some dark side force users potentially like you know who knows that's the other thing is some of the hype that i feel for a lot of these is because of the unknowns mm-hmm. surrounding them yep. like the mystery like the acolyte we know the least about it but it's also the most mysterious and the most exciting and that it could be there's so many potential places to take we it we talked about that we talked about in the last star wars well the last star wars specific pod yeah when we were we yeah, want, when we if were, we were going to make movies next we would want it in that period oh my god yeah so this is potentially like the first tv series the first star wars production that's going to be pre pre prequel the pre 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 the pre prequel uh, period that? i mean they're calling they've 
called it kind of the High Republic era. Okay. I mean, um, like, well, never mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The 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 prologue. The prologue is what happens before the book start. Uh, I don't know, but Maybe. Maybe. I am pumped for that. Uh, I forget if we. I don't think. I don't know if we got any casting news for the show. Um, I was really not sure what you were going to pick, so that's funny that you picked. If, if I'd have known that's what that was, I would have moved it up like past Rangers for sure. Oh yeah, do a, do a little bit of research, Ben. Dang, Here's that's up. not my forte. <laughs> I I know what your number one is. Oh, do you? What is well, it? Well, yeah, you've you've already said the previous nine. It's Kenobi, which is yeah. fair. Like I think that's what most people are hyped for. I I really like Ewan McGregor. He's another like I I think. I loved him in, in Revenge of the Sith, um, episode three. And I and that's honestly, growing up, that was my favorite episode just because there were so many, not just lightsaber battles, but like just like his connection with Anakin was like on full display when they were clashing. And I just like, I felt the energy and like the, the sadness that he was like, you was a chosen one. It's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. You know, that was, um, <laughs> reliving it now, man, it's tough. Um, but yeah, I just, I've always connected with, with Obi-Wan Kenobi because his name is Ben Kenobi. So I'm sucker for that. Um, <laughs> I, but I just, again, these are like two of my favorite. We do favorite. love to see ourselves. We do, we do want to see ourselves in Star Wars. Yeah, for sure. I think, uh, it, 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 it because episode three is my favorite and um freaking uh Ian mcgregor and hayden christensen are going to be in there two of my people favorite people from that favorite movie that's my it's my number one because of that reason and i know what i'm getting for the most part but i'm excited about like what you've told me what it could be and the adventure and the intrigue behind it there's a lot to you know they could do so much with that so yeah i'm for it yeah numero uno Ben, you wanna you wanna know something? I don't wanna. So know what before you we did this, oh before we did this, what? I I picked my I picked my top ten. I also picked your top ten for no. you. No, you did Before we did this, you wanna you wanna know how many I got right? No, I don't. You are you are so easy, so easy to read, so easy to pick. What? Okay, so I got six of yours exactly exactly i got your ranking for six of these nailed <laughs> a droid story was pretty easy <laughs> to pick because i knew you would pick you the picked my number reasons. one and you got my last one in my the first. only the only ones i switched lando and kenobi i thought you were going to put lando above i thought your love for donald donald glover was gonna was gonna supersede kenobi there aren't any and, lightsabers and lando. i did and I did, and I did switch, but I was only one off. I was one off between Bad Batch and Acolyte. I had, I had those seven and eight. I had That's the funny. Acolyte seven and Bad Batch eight. You are. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you, I mean, what do you want from me? Like, I'm very basic when it comes to this crap. Like, I want what I want. I want lightsabers. I want characters I know. That pretty much sums me up. Gosh, you jerk. Okay. Well, <laughs> here's here's the thing though. That's what you, that's what you say, but guess what? You love a show that's about a character you never knew before who oh doesn't have a lightsaber. So look what happened. Look what happened when we do something new. <laughs> Great things happen when we do something new. Disney, Lucasfilm, <sighs> everyone listening, when we do something new, we get ten new Star Wars projects productions coming your way it's a beautiful thing we love to see it and we have we don't even know who's getting cast in all these this is like scratching the surface on how excited we are yeah we know a little bit but yeah rogue one acolyte we don't have casting info we have some on obi-wan and and lando and but like Ahsoka. just think about how mandalorian fills out the cast with these random extremely skilled people it's about to get amped up like 10 times well, it, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, Pedro, I've, 
Pedro Pascal, I feel like was still was already a pretty big name and has just soared in, in Mando. Uh, but yeah, you're gonna see. I, I that's another thing to get. You might see. About. I'm curious on how they accrue their talent because this is the first time it's like in a giant casting call for all these different Star Wars projects, right? Yeah. So are they? Because they have had like a specific type. I feel. I feel like they ta- they go for like British type talent, if that makes sense, or. Does that sound weird? I, I mean, I guess I mean Ewan McGregor is 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 a is a Brit. He's from he's really a Scotsman. He's from the UK. Uh, but like, but yeah, well, yeah. But the thing the thing is, we don't necessarily know necessarily casting casting info about some of these. But I think we know exactly where a lot of the director talent is coming from and the writing talent. And like, we've talked about this on a previous pod. The beautiful thing about The Mandalorian, and I think Lucasfilm and Disney have kind of learned have learned from some mistakes or some misses when it comes to when it comes to the movie production side is mm-hmm. yeah. we're gonna develop and we're gonna we're gonna develop and we're gonna grow like a farm system. We're gonna grow a minor league system of <laughs> <Yeah>. these directors. <laughs> like essentially it was like, hey, exactly let's test out, let's let's give Deborah Chow episodes of Mandalorian Bryce and then Dallas let's give her the Kenobi let's give her let's give her the yeah. let's give her the Kenobi series. Yep, yep, let's yep. give uh, Rick Famu uh, or Fa- Famuya, uh, like a couple episodes of Mando and then like you know, series. Yeah. yeah. So like building up Can like, you work tech, within tech, the universe if you can yeah. you get a show. And we didn't and we didn't even talk <laughs> about Sort of announced, we already knew this was coming, but Taika Waititi directed some episodes of Mandalorian oh, man. and is now on his no. way to I cannot eventually directing a feature length. To find out whatever the heck he's making, who's in it. I want to I want to go to there and watch it. Unfortunately, that's the bummer about some of these things. Like Rogue Squadron won't be here until 2023. Uh, yeah, a lot of these we, are and we far. know and we know Taika Waititi's movie won't be here until after that so probably, probably 2024 yeah so it's well, it's a I mean, long wait it's a long way but like we have a lot to chew on between now and then i think like as star wars fans like we're gonna i tell you on this pod we're gonna well talk, we were if there's something else that drops we will talk about it it'll probably be a while before like more news because they just like vomited all the news at once um i'll say um <laughs> I think this is this. Is, we're super excited. We really need to get on to the next pod. But I, I, I wanted to uh, thank you guys again for listening. If you, you're a Star Wars fan, reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram. Um, give us a question, and maybe there's something that we or Andrew will research and answer for you. And uh, <laughs> so uh, on Twitter, we're buckets beyond, and then on Instagram, we're buckets and beyond. Send us a DM. We want to get to know you and, and what you're what you think about all of these new projects. What's your favorite? What's your least favorite? Why there is not a Jar Jar Binks show? All sorts of questions like that. Um, so I think that's pretty much everything. We're gonna we're gonna about to co- record a, a Marvel pod in a sec. But thank you guys again for listening. We've been Buckets and Beyond. I'm your host Ben Seibel, and I've been joined by the goon Andrew Bennett. We are out of here. Good to be here. Adios.